Al-Bayan Radio presents the following Friday khutbah from Masjid Al-Azhar, Bilmo, asking Allah that it serves as a benefit for all. Inna alhamdulillahi na'hmaduh, wa nasta'inu bihi wa nasta'gfiruh, wa na'udhu billahi min shurur anfusina wa min sayyati a'malina, man yahdihi allahu falamudilla lah, wa man yudlil falahadiya lah. وأشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وأشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله وصفيه من خلقه وخليله بلغ الرسالة وأدى الأمانة ونصح الأمة وجاهد في الله حق الجهاد حتى أتاه اليقين فصلوات ربي وسلامه عليه وعلى آله وأصحابه ومن تمسك بسنته واكتفى بهديه بإحسان إلى يوم الدين أما بعد فإن أصدق الحديث كلام الله تعالى وخير الهدي هدي محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وشر الأمور محدثاتها وكل محدثة بدعة وكل بدعة ضلالة وكل ضلالة في النار أجارني الله وإياكم من النار ثم أما بعد Tyranny or oppression has a school in where they teach one had to become a tyrant or an oppressor. The one they established the, the one that established this school is no other than Iblis al Lain. And from the students that have graduated from the school of tyranny, it's tyrants like Abu Lahab and Abu Jahl, and Qarun, and Haman, and obviously Fir'aun. The worst of these students to graduate from the school of tyranny is the awaited Dajjal. Awid Dajjal, fasharru ghaibi yuntadhar. The school of tyranny consistently teaches an ideology centered on controlling, misleading, and subjugating people. Whilst the methods over the course of history may change, only the principles are the same. As the course of history progresses, this school will produce more efficient, more excellent students. Excellency in tyranny and oppression. The best student, as we mentioned, and that's why he is obviously the worst, the worst of awaited people is a Dajjal. Why? Because he will perfect the teachings of this school. And he will come with mischief, with tyranny, and oppression. The school of tyranny teaches that to be 
a tyrant. To be a tyrant that is successful, you must subjugate and control people. And he also teaches that to subjugate and to control people, you must have control of three pillars. The pillar of power, the pillar of sustenance, or the pillar of resources, and the pillar of propaganda. Now the pillar of power, and in all the stories of the tyrants we have examples for many, but the pillar of power, you have that example of Fir'aun, and how he subjugated Bani Israel and Musa alayhi salam and he used force against them. Resources, many examples, but you have that of Quraysh. And how they sanctioned the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam and his companions. And they imposed trade embargoes, secluding them, not allowing them to access resources that were available. They were completely isolated from society to the extent that some of the companions said that they would eat like that of the animals these two pillars the pillar of power and resources or the, the exerting power and controlling resources these two pillars are used on those that defy the rule of the elite so when you say of the elite then they will use either power or withdraw from you resources so they can restore law and order. The third pillar, the mouthpiece, the news, the propaganda that the tyrants use, they use this to maintain their tyranny, to control their tyranny, so they can be stable and a consistent and a smooth run. I want to focus on the third one, although we'll talk about all three, but I want to focus on the propaganda side of things and how tyrants use propaganda to distort facts, to warp truth and to shift and alter perspectives. Every prophet, every messenger that came to his people with the message of Islam was taken hostile. He was taken hostile by the ruling elite. And their first attack was a smear campaign. Was a smear campaign, or you can call it a character assassination against these people. They were labeled liars. Madmen, magicians, they were called crazy, all in an effort to discredit their message. This tactic was used to prevent people from listening. Because when they listen, they start to think, and when they think, they question, and when they question, God knows where they'll end up. So they began their attack on the messengers and the prophets with a character assassination. As Fir'aun said to Musa, وَإِنِّي Musa masfura." He said, O oh Musa, I believe that 
you have been affected by magic. Or Shu'ayb alayhi salam and what his people told him, وَمَا أَنْتَ إِلَّا بَشَرٌ مِثْلُنَا وَإِنَّا لَنَظُنُّكَ مِنَ الْكَاذِبِينَ that you're but a human just like us, and we believe that this message of yours is all made up and you're just a liar. O Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, and what the people of Quraysh told him, وَقَالُوا يَا أَيُّهَا الَّذِي نُزِّلَ عَلَيْهِ الذِّكْرُ إِنَّكَ لَمَجْنُونَ And O oh, you who claims that this revelation has come down to him, you're but a crazy man, a madman. They seek through smear campaigns and character assassination to turn the truthful into a liar. And part of their campaign is to make the liar look like a truthful. Or the honest as dishonest. And the dishonest and the traitor as the honest one. This is from the teachings of the school of Tyre and will be the case and will be such up until the end of times. So much so that the Prophet mentioned, said, that before the hour, there will come a time when the truthful will be shown or deceived as a liar. And the liar will be, de- will be depicted as truthful. And the honest or the traitor will be trusted and the trustworthy will be betrayed. What the Prophet ﷺ is telling us in this hadith, what is narrating to us in this hadith is not simple. There will come a time of great confusion. Of great confusion where a person might question himself, question his belief, question his identity, will cause great chaos and mischief in where the truthful will be seen as a liar and the liar will be seen as truthful. And oh, what a situation we live in nowadays. Oh, what a situation we live in nowadays. Very similar to what the Prophet ﷺ is telling us in this hadith. Not affecting a single person or a single people or a single community, but the world in its entirety. Just look at the events. And the realities around us and what's happening. Tune into the news. Listen to the horror and the chaos. Listen to the horror and the chaos, the inversion and the perversion of truth. How they are changing and flipping upside down. White becomes black and black becomes white. The honest is now depicted, the honest and the truthful is depicted as a liar and a traitor. And the deceitful liar is the honest one, the trustworthy one. The sincere, the sincere are imprisoned, are humiliated and judged. Whilst the treacherous are paraded, they are applauded applauded and elevated. The devout believer is labelled a barbarian, an extremist. 
and a backward thinker. Whilst the wicked, whilst the wicked and the corrupt are considered honourable and good citizens. Modesty is warned against. Modesty is warned against and taken in a very wrong way. Whilst whilst indecency and promiscuity is labelled as progressive and liberal. We live in a similar time like that of Lut alayhi salam. Lut came with a message. Do you approach the same gender whilst Allah Azza wa Jal gave you and created for you an opposite gender that you may approach? He came, them with, he came to them with reason. He came to them with reason, with love, with care, with fear. But their response in a time where the truth is perverted, in a time where the truth is flipped upside down, they said to Lut alayhi salam, فَمَا كَانَ جَوَابَ قَوْمِهِ إِلَّا أَنْ قَالُوا أَخْرِجُوا آلَ لُوطٍ مِّنْ قَرْيَتِكُمْ إِنَّهُمْ أُنَاسٌ يَتَطَهَّرُونَ Lut alayhi salam's accusation is that he was pure, is that he came with purity, he came with truth, he came with haq. He was driven out. He was driven out. He was taken with hostility, regarded as an enemy of the state. So was the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam. So was Shu'aib alayhi salam. And so was Musa alayhi salam. All regarded as enemies of the state. The reason is because they presented an alternate narrative to that which the elites had going for them. They came with an alternate narrative to that which was imposed on the people by the ruling elites. This narrative they came with posed a threat to the ruling elite. And when the ruling elite, being tyrants they are, fear and see something that can contest their rule, they will eliminate it. They will eliminate it. Why? Because they know when the people start to think, when they start to hear, when they start to question, they have a problem on their hand. I have a story with me. The story of Musa and Fir'aun. But from Surah Ash-Shu'ara. And the reason I want to share it with you is because there are some verses of the story, but it depicts to you. And it shares with you the three principles of the tyrants and how they use them. Power. Resources and propaganda. Musa alayhi salam came to Fir'aun with a clear message from Allah Azza wa Jal. Release Bani Israel. Become Muslim. Become Muslim or release Bani Israel. Fir'aun, his response began straight away. قَالَ أَلَمْ نُرَبِّكَ فِينَا وَلِيدًا وَلَبِثَّ فِينَا مِنْ عُمُرِكَ سِنِينَ وَفَعَلْتَ فَعْلَتَكَ الَّتِي فَعَلْتَ وَأَنْتَ مِنَ الْكَافِرِينَ He said to him, you, Fir'aun, you Musa, you're the one that's coming and claiming this claim. I raised you in my house. And he started to show him the favours that Fir'aun has against Musa. I have one favour, two favours, three favours upon you. I have favours I've given you and I've made you and I've fed you and, and, and. And you even killed someone from my people and you are from those that are not thankful. 
What's striking is that the tyrants all speak the same. It was only not long ago when they claimed, we left Gaza. We gave them Gaza. We walked out. We gave them, to, we gave them the key to Gaza so they can build a life of prosperity. So they can build a life of opportunities. So they can build a life in where they can live in grace. What's also striking is the response of Musa. It's very similar to the response today. What favor are you talking about, Firaun? That you enslaved Bani Israel? That you enslaved the children of the children of Israel? What favor are they talking about? That they stole the land of the indigenous people? That they drove them out? Or that they turned their land into an open air prison? And they turned the and the conditions of that land is almost uh, conditions that you cannot live in. What favor are you talking about? What key did you give me? Fir'aun then turned it up a notch. He started to threaten. I will incarcerate you. If you do not stop, I will incarcerate you. Again, very similar rhetoric that is used today. When you speak and you call out for your freedom, then you are taken hostile and you are threatened with imprisonment, if not being imprisoned. He said, give me a chance. Let me show you. I have signs. He said, show me. And then Musa alayhi salam threw his stick, turned to a, into a snake. When he showed him the signs of Allah Azza wa Jal, when he showed him that Allah has sent him with a message, he turned to the ruling elites. He realized that this situation is getting is going to get out of hand. And we need to get it under control. So he went to the ruling elites and oh what yesterday looks like today. Very similar. When someone, or when they wanted to claim freedom, when they were asking for freedom, instead of listening, they turned to the elites of the world. Awaiting a green light. So they can use force and power like Fir'aun wanted to use force and power on Musa. But the plan of Allah Azza wa Jal is greater. The ruling elite told him, wait, don't. Don't kill him. Don't use force. Let us gather the people and let us defeat him with our magic. Magic, what has he got? We've got the best magicians. We have the best magicians. We have the best military power. What, what, what chance do they stand against us? Let us let the world watch and let them see us defeat these people, these barbarians that hate life, that hate humans, that hate living with other people. Who said? Go look at the religion of Islam and the history of Islam and you'll find that no religion gave other religions rights like the religion of Islam. The ability to live in cohesion. No religion, no society, no nation like the nation of Islam gave others rights like Islam gave others 
rights. So they painted the picture that these people are extremists, terrorists, barbarians that want blood, they love blood. Let us gather the world and let the world see that these people need to be eliminated. Because when they see that, we can justify it. We can justify the use of power. And again, the plan of Allah Azza wa Jal is greater. Musa alayhi salam stood there before the people. And the people stood there waiting to see what the outcome will be. Musa told them, throw and show us your magic. And so they did. And they said, بِعِزَّةِ فِرْعَوْنَ إِنَّا لَغَالِبُونَ That by the, the might and the majesty of Fir'aun, we are victims. And this, and this magic that we produce is nothing like that of your magic that you're going to show us. It was intense and the world was watching. Like it is today. We're a superpower and the world is watching. And what they have of you know, strength and capabilities, we can overcome it very easy. And the world is watching. Now it's Musa's turn. And then when he threw his stick and it turned into a snake, the first knot from the knots of tyranny was undone. People saw haq. People saw truth. And when they saw truth, they believed. The magicians, the worst of the worst, they were the propaganda. They were the mouthpiece. They were the driving force, the controlling force, the maintaining force of Fir'aun, prostrated before all of people. And they said, we believe in the Lord of Musa and Harun. Now Fir'aun has a bigger problem on his hand. This problem is getting out of hand and we can't contain it. So he has to exert some sort of force. He said, He said to the magicians, I will cut your hands off. I will cut your legs off. And I will crucify you so all can see. Indiscriminate carpet bombing so the world can see. Do what you wish. To Allah we go. Carpet bomb us as much as you wish. This is our land. Carpet bomb us as much as you wish. We're not going. We're not changing. Young, old, the same word. With your carpet bombing, you're only opening the gates of paradise. You're opening the gates of mercy and forgiveness for us. And you are undoing the knots of tyranny. And so did Fir'aun do. He undone the knots of tyranny with his own hand. Fir'aun, with the end of this story, like every other tyrant, past, present and future, Allah Azza wa Jal tells him, and tells us of him, فَأَخْرَجْنَاهُمْ مِنْ جَنَّاتٍ وَعُيُونٍ وَكُنُوزٍ فَأَخْرَجْنَاهُمْ مِنْ جَنَّاتٍ وَعُيُونٍ وَكُنُوزٍ وَمَقَامٍ كَرِيمٍ We drove him out of gardens, of land. Fir'aun, 
He had all of the lands around him. Allah Azza wa Jal says, we drove him out. We drove his army out. We drove them out out of gardens and, and wealth and lofty stations. He was a king. But the promising verse, is that the story ends like that. The tyrant, he grabs on and grabs on and grabs on with all his might and power, but with patience and perseverance, one not after another gets undone. And then the land, as Allah Azza wa Jal promises, is inherited to the believers. And by Allah Azza wa Jal, this story does not change. It's the same. The tyrants are the same, and the believers are the same, and the result is the same. And so will be the case that the end result is for the believers. الحمد لله وكفى ولا عدوان إلا على من ظلم وبغى والصلاة والسلام على مبعوث المصطفى صلوات ربي وسلامه عليه وعلى آله وأصحابه ومن تمسك بسنته واكتفى بهديه بإحسان إلى يوم الدين ثم أما بعد الله عز وجل ends this story in Surah Al-Shu'ara the story of Musa and Fir'aun the same way it began he ends it the same way it began Musa alayhi salam being given the revelation, just being given the revelation, being given prophecy and prophethood, he was given a task. A task that created insecurities within. But when he professed them, he said to Allah Azza wa Jal, Qala Rabbi, inni akhafu an yukadhibun. وَيَضِيقُ صَدْرِي وَلَا يَنْطَلِقُ لِسَانِي فَأَرْسِلْ إِلَى هَارُونَ وَلَهُمْ عَلَيَّ ذَنْبٌ فَأَخَافُ أَنْ يَقْتُلُونَ He said, Oh Allah, I fear that they will be lying. And I fear that they will kill me. He had fear. An insecurity that Allah Azza wa Jal reassured him with and he told him, قَالَ كَلَّا He said to him, No. فَذْهَبَا بِآيَاتِنَا إِنَّا مَعَكُمْ مُسْتَمِعُونَ no, go with our message. We are with you listening. And that created Iman that did not die in the heart of Musa alayhi salam. Tawakkul and yaqeen. Reliance and belief in Allah azza wa jal. Conviction in Allah azza wa jal and his promise. He said no, then it's no. The end of the story, after all that, when Musa alayhi salam went out with Bani Israel, was wedged in between the ocean and the army of Fir'aun, again very similar to today, wedged Gaza, wedged in between the ocean and the, the army of the occupiers. But this time it's a bit different. The people of Musa alayhi salam said, Inna lamudrakun. They said, That's it, we perished, we fear death. This time Musa alayhi salam with the yaqeen that Allah put in his heart, with the belief that Allah gave him, with the conviction that Allah gave him, he said, Kalla, inna ma'ya rabbi sayahdin. No. First Allah said no. Now Musa is saying to his people no. 
And that's all it's about. This is what you need to know and nothing else. Iman. When he enters the heart, you're willing to die. La inna ila rabbina When there's Iman in your heart, you know that nothing will befall you except that which Allah Azza wa Jal has written against you or nothing will work your way except that Allah Azza wa Jal has written it for you. Even if you stand alone and you stand before the whole world and its entirety and all of creation, if Allah is with you, then no one can be against you. If Allah has inflicted harm upon you, then no one can repel it. They can teach in the school of tyranny what they wish and have the pillars that they want and they can have the, the curriculum that they want. But the believer, the one that comes out of the school of Iman, the one that leaves the school with Iman in his heart knows that if Allah is with him, then no one can go against him. That if Allah Azza wa Jal aids him, then none can be against him. So the story of every tyrant, and you can look it up, but research it yourself, is no different. And the story of the believers is no different. It starts with Iman, and it ends with Iman. When it starts with Iman and it ends with Iman, the believers are victorious. It started with, I fear that they belie me. And I fear that they will kill me. So Allah said, no. And then he ended with, we fear that Fir'aun is going to kill us. But Musa said, no. That no is the no of Iman. And when the no of Iman enters your heart, then no matter what happens, you're victorious. In Allah wa malaikatahu yusallun ala al-nabi. Ya ayyuhal ladhina amanu, sallu alayhi wa sallimu taslima. Allahumma salli ala muhammadin wa ala ali muhammad. كما صليت على إبراهيم وعلى آل إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد وبارك على محمد وعلى آل محمد كما باركت على إبراهيم وعلى آل إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد اللهم يا سامع الصوت ويا سابق الفوت ويا كاسي العظام لحما بعد الموت اللهم اغفر لنا ذنوبنا اللهم ارحمنا وتب علينا لا إله إلا أنت سبحانك إننا كنا من الظالمين اللهم ابرم لهذه الأمة أمر رشد يعز فيه أهل طاعتك ويذل فيه أهل معصيتك ويؤمر فيه بالمعروف وينهى فيه عن المنكر يا أكرم الأكرمين اللهم انصر الإسلام والمسلمين اللهم انصر الإسلام والمسلمين اللهم انصر عبادك المستضعفين في فلسطين اللهم كلهم عونا ونصيرا ومؤيدا وظاهيرا اللهم تقبل شهداءهم وداوي جرحاهم وعافي مبتلاهم اللهم عليك بأعداء الدين اللهم اللهم شتت شملهم وفرج جمعهم واجعل دائرة السوء عليهم يا قوي يا عزيز يا متين اللهم اغفر للمؤمنين والمؤمنات الأحياء منهم والأموات بكرمك يا ربنا قريب مجيب الدعوات وآخر دعوانا أن الحمد لله رب العالمين وأقم الصلاة